0: You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. In just a few weeks, Radical Disruption will be celebrating its one-year anniversary since launch. I know, it's absolutely wild, absolutely insane. We've been here for one year. If you've been tuning in since the very beginning, shoot me a DM, let me know. Let's celebrate together. But in order to celebrate, I have a very fun giveaway planned. And one of the ways that you can enter The giveaway is to listen to this episode and then the following two episodes for one keyword that will be shared. So, if you find all three keywords and then you DM them to me at the very end, so once you listen to this episode and the next two, you're going to get five entries to the giveaway. Now, you must do this between February 20th and February 29th of 2024 to qualify. There are going to be six winners and these prizes range from a free year of IG University, free um, Stories That Sell course, and there's another fun prize that I'm going to keep secret for now until the official launch of the giveaway. There's going to be more details that will be dropping to my email subscribers as well as my Instagram, so check out the show notes below. Subscribe to my email list so you don't miss out, but All that's going to be dropping once the giveaway has officially launched on February 20th. So keep an eye out for that because it's going to be super exciting. All right, now let's dive into the super fun situations. And fun, meaning not fun at all, just in case you didn't get that sarcasm. Okay, number one is a customer threatening me. So this is what the email said, quote, word for word. This is exactly what it said please reverse this charge. I wasn't aware I was being charged with this annual membership. I have no interest in doing anything further with your organization. I am not a believer in your methods or products. This charge must be reversed immediately. Otherwise, I will publicize my distaste with this auto charge. Do not charge me anything else um, unless you have my written permission from an email you asking me to be charged. So, to this email, I replied, Your subscription has been canceled, and you've been refunded. You'll see those funds within your account within the next eight to ten business days. Whew! Now, there are three things I want to say about this situation. Number one, be nice to business owners. Ninety-nine percent of the time, we're doing everything in our power to make you, as our customer, happy and satisfied. And all that you have to do, if there's a problem, Is ask. We're going to do, we're going to probably bend over backwards to solve that problem in any possible way, shape, or form that we can within the shortest amount of time possible for you. That's how 99% of us are going to do it. So just be nice to business owners. Okay. Number two, as the customer, take accountability for what you sign up for and not just this just applies to anyone. Take accountability for what you sign up for. So, the offer that this person specifically in the email was referring to was the annual membership of IG University. And on the checkout page, there is a checked box that you have to check before you can check out. It is literally required. You have to check it. You cannot purchase unless you check this box. And it says, quote, I understand that this is a subscription and that it will auto renew at the end of my billing period unless canceled. By checking this box, I understand that I am in charge of emailing support at mayanicole.com to cancel my subscription. I could have easily sent an email response letting this person know that they had checked that box, that they had agreed to the terms, and you know also quote my terms of use that they obviously had to agree to in order to purchase which the terms of use talk about cancellations and refunds and auto renewals and disputes and all that good stuff. But in this particular situation, and at the time that this email was sent, which was during my maternity leave, I just had no energy to fight this person. And I was very triggered by this email because I was like, holy crap, it's the holiday season. Like, Why are you being so rude? And it actually took me two days to respond to this email because What I've learned from myself is I get a little bit sassy and I am very blunt when it comes to a lot of things. And so I sometimes had to take a step back, especially when there are things that trigger me, to really think through them (laughs) and let my emotions kind of settle before I go in and actually respond to whatever the situation is. So that was one of those situations for me where I just had to take a step back and I just had to realize, like, it's okay um this doesn't mean anything necessarily about me and that actually kind of leads me into the third thing that i want to say about this specific situation which is this is hard and it sucks and it sucks to get these types of messages but it can also be such a great learning lesson for us as business owners so anytime i get these types of emails i always make sure that i check the things that i've set up in my business so that i'm protected if that person were to actually take action for whatever reason, like actually publicizing their distaste, or maybe they were going to dispute the payment if I didn't refund them or try something else, right? There's a whole bunch of different things that people do. And honestly, it's just crazy to me that people actually go these lengths. But anyways, but in in case anything happens, um, I want to make sure that I'm legally protected. So, in this scenario, I just checked what I had already put in place because I've dealt with similar situations and messages like this in the past because I've dealt with that in the past, I've actually had to add to my terms of use and my contracts after these different situations have occurred and add like different sections and different paragraphs and different things to protect me. In this specific situation, because I already had all those things in place, I just double-checked just to make sure that um, I had all the protections. So, I just want to make sure that you are utilizing this as a learning opportunity if situations like this occur to you and then i also want to make sure like this doesn't just apply to like the contracts in terms of use and like check boxes and all that like yes you want to check all of those things too but you also want to make sure that your marketing around the offer and the copy on your sales pages and checkout pages are very very clear and that there's no space for people to have Found confusion about what it was that they were purchasing. Like, if it's a membership, if it's a subscription specifically, or if there's payment plans, those two scenarios. So, if it's a subscription or if there's payment plans, those are some, those are, I would say, the most oftentimes when you're going to run into like payment types of issues. So, you really want to make sure that it's very, very clear that people know what they're checking out for um, and what they're purchasing before they actually purchase it. And I'm not saying that anyone's like trying to hide that it's a subscription or anything like that, but just making sure that when situations like this occur, because it probably will occur, um, and again, it sucks, but it's it's just part of being a business owner that you utilize this to uh, make sure that you're protected and also to make sure that you didn't cause confusion on your end through your marketing and the copy that you're using. All right, difficult situation number two was a customer telling me that they don't like how I run my sales. So this happened in November, since that's the only time that I run sales. And this person specifically was mad that I had put my offers on sale because they had purchased something from me a few weeks ago at full price. And then obviously it went on sale. And this person told me that I literally shouldn't ever put my offers on sale. And these are exact phrases from this email. I'm not going to quote the entire email because it was pretty long, but these were exact phrases quote, it felt like a stab in the back. And this is why I never recommend discounting existing offers. And another quote, as a fellow seven-figure mentor, I don't think this is the best move. (laughs) To which I responded to this email saying, hi, blank. Or actually, I had my team respond to this email. But the email that we responded said, hi, blank. Thank you so much for taking the time to share this. We value client feedback so much. So please know that we'll pass this information along. Um, sincerely, Team Maya Nicole. Now, here are my thoughts. Actually, before I jump into my thoughts on this specific situation, I just want to say that was another situation where I actually had to take that email to my coach because I was like, I don't even know how to navigate this. So having support in my business for situations like this when they do arise is so nice because I can put my head together with my coach or I can put my head together with my team, or sometimes I do that with my husband as well because truthfully, he's just an unpaid member of my team. (laughs) Um, But I put my head together with someone. I'm like, okay, how should I approach the situation? How should I navigate this? Usually, I don't just navigate the situation by myself. Um, And the reason why I have found for me personally that it's best to go find someone else to talk through the situation with is because Uh, again, I'm a very blunt person and sometimes it can be rude the way that I want to (laughs) to respond to people. So sometimes I just need to think through things with someone else before I go and take action. But anyways, here are my thoughts now. Number one, it's it's my business and I get to run things however I want, just like you get to run things however you want on your business. And if it feels good to you, then don't let anyone else tell you that it's not okay. So, if they don't like it, they can unfollow or they can not purchase or they can unsubscribe or whatever it is. It's okay. So, for me, I'm going to run a sale. I run one sale a year. That is literally... Like during the month of November, those are the only times, okay, I shouldn't say I run one sale a year. I run multiple sales per year, but only during the month of November. That's the only time, um, which I feel like it's very reasonable because guess what? That's when Black Friday is. That's when Cyber Monday is. That's when Small Business Saturday is. Like Those are when all of the big sales of the year are. And you just kind of expect that for any business, not just for an online business, but like Target, Walmart, like they all have things that go on sale, right? which actually leads me to the second thing, which is when it comes to sales, this is what I'll say. If you walk into Target today and you buy a Ninja Creamy, I'm sharing this as an example because I want a Ninja Creamy, (laughs) and you bought that Ninja Creamy for full price because you've been wanting it, right? You want the yummy ice cream and you are seeing all these different targeted reels and TikToks that pop up on your feed for the Ninja Creamy. And so you decide to go and buy one. Then a few weeks later, you walk into Target because we all love Target and we go there pretty frequently. Okay. I'm just talking about myself here. Um, And the Ninja Creamy is on sale. Oh my gosh. Gasp. Are you going to return the product? Are you going to demand your money back? Are you going to freak out that the Ninja Creamy is now on sale? No. (laughs) You're just going to say, oh, well, that sucks, right? Bought it at full price. Now it's on sale. And guess what? You're going to move on with life. Okay? That's what I say about sales. And that's with any business, right? That's not just with the Ninja Creamy at Target. I don't even know if Target actually sells Ninja creamies. Anyways, that's for literally any business. I'm talking online businesses, product-based, e-commerce, literally anything. Okay? That's my second thought there. Number three in terms of thoughts with this situation here. I think that it is so ick To flex your income over someone else. I would never, have never, and will never say, because I'm a six figure business owner, I think that you should do XYZ or imply in any way that you should listen to me because I make X amount of money, right? While making X amount of money can definitely. Help credibility wise, especially in like the business coaching space. And I'm not saying to never talk about how much money that you make, but don't use that as a way of like showcasing like how you're better than someone else. Like, yeah, that just gives me the absolute ick. Okay. Number four, in terms of my thoughts on this specific situation here personal accountability. If what someone else is doing, posting, saying, creating, selling is triggering negative feelings in you, unfollow. Unsubscribe. Do whatever you need to do. What someone else does, says, posts, creates, it's not a comment on your life and the way that you should run your life and live your life. And if you're taking it that way, it's just time to reevaluate. I think that we should all be able to look at each other as business owners and say he or she is doing their best. And I respect that because business is freaking hard. Being an entrepreneur is freaking hard and I'm here to support others. And if something doesn't align with what I believe and the way that I run my life and my values, I have the choice to exit the scenario. Personal accountability. Enough said. I could end this episode right here. Okay, I'm not though, because we still have two more situations. (laughs) Okay, now for situation number three. A stolen reel. So, I had someone with a pretty large following copy my reel exactly. The audio, the hook, the text, the content inside the reel, the timing of the reel. The only thing that really wasn't copied was that it wasn't me in the reel, it was them in the reel. So, everything was copied pretty much to a T. So, I reached out to this person via direct message and I let them know that Obviously, they had copied my content and I asked them to take it down within the next 24 hours. Now, this person was really, really kind and responsive and they took down the reel and we had a really good discussion about the difference between imitation versus inspiration and how it's 100% okay to take something that I've created or in this scenario, like anyone has created, right? But specifically what I had created because that was the reel that I had created. It's okay to take what I had created and put a spin on it, make it their own, and post that with, like, their own perspectives, their own opinions. But copying my reel and then tagging me in it is not okay. It doesn't make that okay just because you tagged me in it. So, here's the thing. If you want to share the information with your community in the way that the original creator shared it, because... Maybe you liked how they executed the content, or um, just maybe you just simply liked how they educated on the topic. Guess what you can do? You can hit the share button on that post and share it to your stories. That way, your community and the original creator both benefit from it. Or you can be inspired by that post and share your own spin, share your own opinions, take it and make something new with that idea but no copying and pasting. Okay. That's, that's out. That's so, that's so never. That wasn't even so 2023. It was just so never. We're not doing that here. (laughs) All right. Now let's pause this conversation here for a few seconds because drum roll. I have the first of three keywords to give you for the giveaway. So here is the keyword. Get ready. Write it down. It is self. S E L F self. Okay, now back to the conversation. Here are my thoughts on this situation with the copying. Number one, if you're copying content or if you're copying anything, like you're copying an offer, you're copying an email, literally anything, you're eventually going to get caught. And if not immediately, eventually, right? Plus, if you're copying, you're not building a sustainable business and brand. That is not Sustainable in any way. And I cannot even tell you how many other big creators have stolen my stuff. And it's honestly laughable because they get caught every single time, usually by people in my community, but sometimes by me as well, which actually leads me really well to my fourth and final difficult situation that I've had to navigate recently. This one actually being the most difficult situation. Which was a stolen freebie slash lead magnet. So I received a direct message from someone in my community, one of my followers, with a screenshot of a freebie that another creator had stolen from me. And this person had posted a reel about this freebie because they had just launched it to their community. And inside of that reel, you could see like what the freebie looked like. And this freebie was exactly the same. Freebie as one of my freebies, down to the exact wording that I had used, like on the top of the pages, the tagline on the cover photo, the fonts, the colors, and the content itself. But, (laughs) but this creator had changed the cover photo. Same text, but the cover photo was changed with like their picture and their uh, branding. Actually, not totally their branding, just the colors had been changed. It was still my fonts. And then they also had switched up the way the information was organized in the freebie. So the information was the same, but instead of it being listed as like number five on my freebie, it was like listed as number 14 on their freebie. So they had, I'm guessing, in an attempt to make it seem different, they had reorganized things, but it was still the exact same wording, 1000% copy and pasted. Now, this one. The reason why this one was the most difficult to navigate and also why it stung to the freaking core, this one hurt me so bad. It was because this was also a creator that I had respected. And I had even had this creator apply to do one on one coaching with me a few months prior to this all going down. And because of that, and because I just think that as leaders in the space, we should do better, we should know better. So, how I navigated this one was actually a little bit more, I don't really know what the word would be. I guess intensely. I navigated this one more intensely than prior situations. I reached out with a cease and desist email, uh, which included a side by side comparison of their freebie versus mine to show the copying. And I asked the creator inside that email to discontinue using the freebie or else legal action would be taken because i had created that freebie and um, by law, I had copyright, right? And I had, actually, I'm not going to get ahead of myself there. So that's what I sent inside that email to which the creator responded. (laughs) It just keeps getting better and better. This This is why this is so hard, so hard for me. The creator responded that they hadn't copied my freebie and would never do that. And that the freebie was something that they had had in their business inside of a course for like years, I think is what this person said, but only had just recently started sharing it for free. Now, (laughs) before I continue with this story, I just have to say this. Fess up if you've messed up. Don't try to cover it up because if the person that you've copied from has built their business with legal protections and built it legally in any way, and also have any sort of like automated way to deliver content, then there's like a 99% chance that there is evidence that they created it first and that you copied. Just saying. Again, fess up if you've messed up. It's okay. It's okay if you've messed up. I, in this scenario, if the person had responded to me and said, you know what? I messed up. 1000%, I would have been like, I respect that. I respect that. Um, obviously still not right that they copied and that they stole my freebie, but I would have respected that. But anyways, (laughs) now for what happened next. So I was actually so appalled (laughs) that the creator would say that they didn't copy that. I truthfully didn't even, I didn't even bother to respond to the email because I could see that they had taken down the freebie. And I just truthfully at the time of when this was happening, also during maternity leave, did not have the energy to even bother with this. Um, But if they hadn't taken it down, though, I could have gone back to this creator and showed proof of the copying because I can see inside of Flowdesk the exact date that this creator had downloaded the freebie from me. And then I had also screen recorded the exact date that they had launched that freebie to their community, the freebie that they claimed is theirs, which was actually mine, via a reel that they had posted which was about a week, I think either it was like a week or maybe two weeks after they had downloaded the freebie from me. And on top of that, the copyright that they had added to the freebie, so like you can see that little C symbol with like the circle around it, their copyright that they had added to the freebie was dated for the current year. So, this is 2023. Whereas my copyright was from two years prior because I had created it two years ago. So that's something else too, where I was just like, bro, (laughs) long story short, don't copy people. It'll always bite you in the butt. I've literally had people in my community DM me screenshots of like courses that they've paid for from other creators that had like the exact PDFs and trainings and their offers like from my offers. And obviously, I'm not copying. So, someone is copying in that scenario. But I hope that this episode was helpful in getting you prepared to navigate hard situations. Whether this be, you know, you are navigating the exact same things as me. I mean, probably not. But I just hope that you understand that if you are navigating any sort of crappy thing that is happening. Like You're not alone. Everyone talks about the highs of entrepreneurship so much, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I love being an entrepreneur. I love that we have the freedom that we can make as much money as we want, that we're making a huge impact, but no one talks about the low stuff anywhere near enough. And as entrepreneurs, there's truly some pretty crappy stuff that we have to navigate sometimes that there are just a lot of people out there who don't understand. Like if you're not an entrepreneur and you're listening to this, it's just like, oh, okay, whatever. But like, if you're an entrepreneur, you're like, yeah, that hits to the core. Like I feel that. So it can feel and it can be super lonely. So I'm just here to say, you're not alone. You've got this. Uh, I'm here navigating hard stuff right alongside you. So thanks for tuning in. P.S. though, before I go, don't forget to write down that keyword from this episode so you can collect the keywords. There's three of them total. So, this episode plus the next two and then send them to me via DM for an extra giveaway entry. Actually, five extra giveaway entries. Okay, that's all for now. Bye! If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.